Plus, I'm going to give you a number. Okay. 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 It's a large number. All right. Six hundred and seventy one days. That is how long it has been since our last episode of Recut Gems. Can you believe it? That's a whole title reign, like an important title reign, too. Can we just escape one pod without discussing this man? (laughs) Just one. That's all. Just one. Just one. That's it. Look, man, you're under a month away from possibly seeing such end of said reign. So I'm going to leave that alone for now. You know what? Uh, And I truly, truly hate that I actually have to open this and talk about this in this way. People have created enough doubt, not not a lot, just enough doubt in my head that I'm about to go to Los Angeles and be pissed off. That is where I'm at right now. I, I think it's going to be the 180 of the infamous pick you you were, that was taken right after said man captured both titles. The infamous pick. So so you're telling me that I can actually wear the suit to Los Angeles? Yeah. Yeah, I think this is it, man. I, I'm going to go out there and, you know, if I can go on DraftKings or wherever and place a bet, I, I would today. I would be highly pissed if I have to wear a suit and watch a loss like this. But we don't have to worry about that this week because <laughs> after 671 days, the streak, it's a good streak to yeah. end. Yeah, But a streak is over, baby. So- we are 1,000% here, finally. Finally. After two years of wait, after more than enough asking requesting almost demanding Street just about just about demanding in yeah. the mentions of a plus and of course myself yeah some Recut gems is back baby We're back back. Recut gems is back the bombs are going off for a specific specific purpose understand what's taking place right now okay it's been a I lot try, of talk. i tried to guess it i can't guess that one it's a lot of speculation um, this is a, a piss poor flex. Actually, I don't have enough. Husk. I, was about to, I was about to say, was that a Wayne? No, it was not. It was just, just there's no husk in my voice right now, so that's the problem. I don't, I don't sound like you know. I, I'm, I'm trying to get like 300 pound flex, but I can't really even make it happen right now. So just You're trying to do cold flex, right? It's coming off more Max Caster than flex, which is bad. You know what I mean? We don't need any Max Caster this <laughs> we week. Do not. We're not going to have any mass caster this week. I'm just going to let you know right now. But cold cut flex is kind of a hard one to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not even warmed up enough, man. The 190 pound flex is is kind of it's kind of new. It's kind of new. <laughs> I understand. That's like you know right around the corner from. So when did the crack come into play for you? <laughs> for you is that that might you know what I think we got to I think we got to top talk top flex sound bites. We don't have any flex sound bites right now outside of the bomb. Right, but. In um, due time, we will. In due time, we will grow that. In oh, due sure, time, we will grow that. Just know. Oh, sure. Um, I mean, we're going to talk recent ones in the last, let's say, decade. I think the now that's fucking bars, nigga. Like that's that's up there, right? That had because that gets recycled <laughs> very often. So you have to say that's up there, right? Like, what's the other one? Um, they laughing at you, nigga. Right. <laughs> yes, yes. That one is comedy because it's just at the end and it's pure peak random flex, like. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And then Tyler had him breaking the fourth wall. He hit the would you go with that. Damn, there is a good amount of there is a good amount of flex ones, yo. There's a lot of recent ones. Um, and then this is a this isn't more, this is more of a meme than a, a sound bite. You know, he I forget which like freestyle it is, but he looks at the camera and he like rolls his eyes and like it's a gift. Oh, now. um 
Oh my god, I forgot who was, I forgot who was freestyling. I forgot <laughs> who was freestyling. But damn, there was the one where he's just staring. He's just like, <laughs> that is comedy. There's there's so many from that studio that now are, are etched in the, the the history books. But um, yeah, there's countless uh, sound bites, man. I mean, countless. And that's I think a really good point that we can make knowing that our last episode was in April of 2021, so many things have fucking changed. Man. So many things have absolutely changed since we've done our last episode. You and I have bonded a whole lot. We're going to talk about that pretty briefly, but I can't I can't open up Recut Gems too far ahead without saying thank you and appreciations to everybody that has made sure that the Recut Gems name lived because the one area that I actually started getting a little bit scared, like, holy shit, there actually is some pretty interesting rumbles about this. Five actually messaged me one day. This is like a couple months ago. I don't even remember what time this was. Messaged me a couple months ago and was like, yo, somebody messaged me and asked, where are the recut gems episode? I think we only had like six episodes. He's like, yo, did you, did you, is there a, is there an area that people can listen to this? Cause somebody is messaging me asking for it. And I was like, well, I kind of, removed them to make the black print but um you know i i have them on a drive but i don't really have them anywhere else so the demand for it started really really showing on twitter and i can't go forward without thanking dion uh who else johnny barnes donnie luch who else uh kel byron byron yeah i want to say shout out byron too the people in rwc that have tackled us and tagged us in discord (laughs) He made threats. It was like, yo, we go, we go need, we're gonna need, we're gonna need this, we're gonna need recut gems back. Specifically, specifically Dion. I'm actually gonna play you a sound bite from Dion because he is probably going to be one of the people that are the most excited that you and I are just here to just talk about things that we like. Oh, and enjoy. Recut gems had a Recut Gems had a specific, the, the first rendition of Recut Gems, for those that are brand new to the pod between myself and A+, the first rendition of Recut Gems had a, a little bit of a theme where we would talk about some of the old things that uh, Plus and I had listened to from our from our childhood, from our youth back in the day. Now, I can't really speak for you, Plus, I'm not going to only speak for me, and I can't, 15-year-old me would be so upset that I'm about to say this. Now I'm starting to realize I just have my old man bag, like my old man bag is here now. Oh, I'm starting to realize it. Oh, it's 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 tough for me because yes, it's been happening. I mean, we've been talking brief, brief recently and briefly just now about, you know, I really like have to catch up on some new music. Like I haven't listened to Glaucoma 2, haven't mm-hmm. listened to Don Tolliver's album yet. So I don't want to feel like I'm I'm slipping, but I feel like like you said, I have an old man bag. I'm not about to listen to Yeet back to back. I love I love Baby Tron. Don't get me wrong. I love Tron's music, but I don't know if I can sit down and listen to, you know what I'm saying, the Old Testament, the New Testament, back-to-back, and the Ben Reaper. Like, I love them, but I can't listen to all that back-to-back. I have to take my shot, take, you know, pick and choose, basically. And that may be my old man bag at the moment. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing trying. a prodigy shirt right now, for God's sake. So that just tells you. Oh, okay. I'm in my old man bag right now. I've got my, well, Future's going gonna to start showing a little bit of his old man bag pretty soon. But, of course, shout-out to Anwar. The children are the future shirt that I have on right now. It's a classic. I was gonna throw my Carter two on, but I was like, ah, we have plenty enough. We have plenty enough time to talk about. Oh Carter sure, two. we have plenty of time to talk about Carter two. But this is going to be a much newer rendition. We want to make sure that this um, 
uh, era of recut gems, I guess you would say, is a lot more recent. Plus, I'm not going to be talking about things that we are listening to from time to time, things that we would also still like to recommend for those that uh, did listen to recut gems in the first rendition and actually did pick up a lot of game and actually liked listening to the things that we had talked about. There's going to be many different elements and different portions that we are excited to have as a now bonus show for the Black Print podcast. You're still going to get Black Print tomorrow. So Black Print episode 31 still coming out tomorrow. You're going to hear from us just about every other week, just about every other week. Um, there's also going to be some other bonus episodes for the Black Print that we have talked about on the show that it's going to be. Um, I can't really confirm anything just yet because we're still hammering out a little bit of the details. But we did hint at Throw Blacks. Throw Blacks is going to be on the way as well. But those details are going to be coming between Plus and I, this is going to be our avenue to be able to do this on the Black Print Network. So whether you're listening to this audibly, whether you're watching us on YouTube, of course, big shout outs to those that are on YouTube. Um, this is going to be a new a new venture. The original Recut Gems also did not have video, something uh-huh. that Plus and I actually did uh, regret from time to time, True. just based off the amount of laughs that we uh, <laughs> that you may have missed. Right. As I talk about laughs, one of the main things that Dion talked about is an area that he brought up on Instagram. He first he said, I win. First he said, I win, first and foremost, that he has recut gems back. So, yes, Dion, you win. But secondly, he let me know that there was a joint named Francine that he's very, very happy is now back. So, <laughs> hopefully, there's many more moments like that. And I do error recut gems. That's hilarious. <laughs> Francine, a joint named Francine. <laughs> But that just reminds me of the amount of things that have changed between 2021 and 2023. Uh, we've done Dallas last year. Dallas yeah, was man. very fun. That was amazing. That was a great time. Dope mania. Um, dope weekend overall, man. Of mm-hmm. course, it was a five's bachelor bachelor weekend. Mm-hmm. Actually, party with the bachelor weekend, and um, we went to WrestleMania, the most stupendous, like like Biggie when I say that. Stupendous. <laughs> he said, "In the field, stupendous." <laughs> so it's like I don't know, but um, no, it was a great time, man. We we did that, of course. We went to the wedding, um, out there in in, in the LBC, and um, mm-hmm. man, you know, it's been a good time overall, man. Did not get into any trouble. We actually, oh. um, wow, there were many different moments that we had in Los Angeles at that at the in those like what was it like at least two three days. We yeah. had to go find Air Force Ones. Oh. That was very oh. rare for us. That was an excursion, man. Like searching from mall to mall and like striking out and then just going, all right, man, where is like the hood sneaker store? And yeah, exactly. The hood sneaker store. Like if I had to unlock the door twice or three times, open the shit. So it was, uh, we, we, we got the Air Force One. So we got the all whites. We made it happen. But uh, it was a trip to, to locate them. That's for sure. Then Ty actually joined us on this part, being able to enjoy uh what do we play? Drought is over part two. I think it was, I think it was Drought is over two. The Carter three sessions. We're in the car, blasting it, yeah. playing it. That's what I'm talking about with my old man bag, man. Sometimes, <laughs> even though I'm just like getting into the new stuff, and yes, I'm trying to keep up with new stuff from time to time. And briefly, we're going to be talking about the things that we are listening to currently. Sometimes I just want to go back into my old shit, man. Sometimes I just want to shed a tear listening to. Uh, I feel like dying or something like that. Even though that's a really uh, that's a really uh, crazy choice to actually have at this point in time. <laughs> it was a great song, you know. You had to be there. It, 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 I mean, I, I listen to a lot of old Gucci, and that's like 15 years old this year. To a lot of the classic tapes, the movie's 15 years old this year, and and it's, it's weird to say because some of that shit doesn't sound like old to me, and maybe that's just 
me being old and just growing mm-hmm. up with it. But um, it's I guess you could just say it just has great replay value, and especially the Wayne mixtapes of 07 and you know around that time overall. There's great replay value in that. And we're the first generation to kind of experience these artists having somewhat of a, a dual catalog. You know, it's like it's running at the same time because you had some fans around the 05, 06, 07 era still just getting like the commercial releases and what they could find on the Internet and not, you know, being so tapped in and knowing like the true you know, chronological order of Wayne's mixtape catalog or Gucci's mixtape catalog or, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's just stories like that. So we're kind of like the first generation that did that. Now it's just, it's all ones. Everything's together. Some of these mixtapes now are coming out, you know, on all DSPs. It's a different world. But uh, we were like the first to tackle that. And I think that's uh, that's, that's special for us to really have and um, go back to. We have to, we have to uphold that legacy. You pull up a nigga's iPod and you're like, damn, nigga, you, got no pa- you don't even got no pad, no pencil in this bitch, damn. <laughs> right, right. What, what? You just got back to the trap house when you bought that off the Apple yeah. iTunes store? What, what are you doing? Like, Come on, son. I just got the group rip, son. What are you talking about, yo? <laughs> right. yeah, it's group rip qualities, son. Yeah, right, right. You know, you shot the RNS, but, you know, it's, <laughs> I mean, that was a time, man. You Once again, that's something like you had to be there for it was mm-hmm. something we were talking about in the Discord, and it was like, yo, you had to be there for it. Oh, it was the Weekend Trilogy. That's what it was. Who, was, talk- who was talking about the Weekend Trilogy in Discord? I, I don't know where it originally... I think we were talking about it because, um, of course, he's going to be like the theme again for WrestleMania. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, we were just talking about how the Weekend Trilogy, when you play it now, it doesn't have the same effect as like his later releases in the catalog. And, I mean, if you were there, of course, if you're listening, the Weekend Trilogy was like held in high regard. High regard. He was shrouded in secrecy at this time. We didn't know what he looked like. We didn't know if the Weekend was a band or a person. Um, so there were so many things that were new that were uh, associated with the Weekend that we kind of look back on fondly. But, you know, play some of that shit now. And it's like, eh, I'll take the later shit. It's so cool. Remember the only photo that was available of the weekend was this nigga with a couch with a pillow over his head. (laughs) Nobody knew his nationality. (laughs) Nobody knew. You could probably tell it was a dude, but you're like, okay, is there like five others of you? You don't know who it is until the, the Drake feature comes out. I'd love to go back and retell history incorrectly and be like, you know, Joe LaPuma on like the 630 Complex World News tonight. Like, Folks, we have the first, <laughs> the first Bigfoot sighting <laughs> of the weekend. <laughs> this is a complex exclusive. <laughs> I don't even know how those details. I, I don't even think it was. I can't remember what the announcement was. Like, holy shit, this is the weekend. I remember his first show that he ever did. The ones that he was like completely nervous, and he was like, yeah. "You don't know what's in store," and the crowd is just screaming all over him like that. That is. <laughs> That was the damn moment when you knew, like, damn, oh, well, first of all, this nigga is not, this nigga is nervous. Second of all, I was like, oh, shit, it's the weekend. Okay. <laughs> Something about those Torontonians, man. They have to learn how to get comfortable with the stage in the, in the bright lights, man. Because, you know, Drake there for a while was doing his thing like this on stage where he was like, <laughs> like he was doing like a little surfer dance, you know, with his hand behind his back. But um, he got comfortable over time. Man. He's a great performer now, such as the weekend. Weekend, I have to watch the HBO show because everybody says it's amazing. So. Yeah. What did Drake tell Flex? Yeah, I said that. That I said, I said that, and what? it's not. I'm gonna kill it. What did, I forget? What did he say? What he, just, he said, "I have no songs over the game when I kill it." Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, that shit. Was Flex was like, exactly, exactly. <laughs>
flex, man. King, King seller, bro. Oh, man, nobody sells like flex, man. Definitely on AMP, live Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's so nice to meet you. Michelle Beadle, The Kid Mero. Zach Sang Show, my show. With the number one show, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> pertaining to F1 out there. And I have a show on AMP called Josh and Around. Hi, I'm Lindsay Sterling. Come tune in to my show, The Upside. You just say your name. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> I'm Justin J5 Davis. Josh Pease. Well, I wish I could give you the tea, but mine's just a little bit tart, and that's why it's called Leah's Lemonade. Make sure you tune into my show on AMP. On AMP. Come on, man. Nobody sells like Flex. He's literally, he will make you for like a million bucks. Speaking of epic <laughs> sellers, speaking of epic sellers, another area that we had caught up on within these past two years, um, we did not get to really tell this story too often because by the time we were really at the sing its praises, the stock value kind of lowed down. Your introduction to me of Swamp Stories. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> That's right. Who was that? That was WrestleMania weekend as well. Yep. All right, yeah, so we just like, I was like, I think the, the TV had YouTube. So I was like, yo, Mark, you seen any of these uh, swamp stories on YouTube? I was like, huh? Like, nah. I was like, oh, shit, you got to watch these. You have to watch these. I forget like which one was the first one. But there was this is when it was all like Cali centric, right? Like everything mm-hmm. was kind of situated in like Northern California at the time because I believe he's from the Bay or Sacramento, one of the two. And he was dissing someone crazy. I can't remember what city he was dissing. Oh God! What is the city always heals on, man? He yeah, a, he yo he cut the crazy San Bernardino, the San Bernardino, the San Bernardino, the San Bernardino. San Bernardino. I think he just he just heals on the IE for some reason. I don't get <laughs> I don't get the beef. I have to go uncover what is the Swamp Stories problem with the IE, but I think it's San Bernardino. It, the first one, I forgot what the first one you showed me, but it actually did. It didn't click to me until I saw the New Orleans one, and I was like, this guy is. It's completely insane. Like this is going to be this is going to be bad. Like this oh. is going to be bad for him and specifically the stories that he tells. But now I'm pretty much I'm pretty much like every person on Twitter now has their own Swamp Stories rendition now. Right. right. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Swamp Stories. In this episode, we're going to talk about how the New York Mets have a problem with the New York Yankees. I don't know. <laughs> but first, let's talk about Queens, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Staten Island, Harlem, and Manhattan just in general. Honestly, depending on if you live there, do not get upset or not. But my experience within the New York City metropolitan area was this place was pretty stinky. And he just goes on for at least like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, he's going to talk about how settlers arrived at Ellis Island. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fucking minutes, like somebody cares. Like, oh. I don't know about you, but I would not have bought Manhattan Island for 20 cents. <laughs> <laughs> if, if anybody has not watched Swamp Stories on YouTube, please go watch Swamp Stories. It's kind of low down. It's kind of calmed down a little bit more now. But yeah. listening to those crazy stories back then was something that was uh, was a little bit insane. I don't know if he's touched why I sell or not. I don't want to know, honestly. I, honestly I think people. I think he's getting a little bit more cocky. I haven't checked it in a while, but the last one I saw was like, oh, this guy's never going to show his face, huh? Like, no, absolutely not. Crazy. Like, I want him to be somewhere, like on like a chat or a live or Twitch, and somebody's in the comments, like, like Clayton Bigsby or something. Like, show us your face. Show us. Y'all want to see my face? I want to see it. <laughs> His head explodes. This is ridiculous. If I see it and it's fucking, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even know a name. If I if, if he reveals the mask and it's goddamn, it's, it's Nardwar. If imagine this Nardwar. Oh my. <laughs> I just oh. because. <laughs> You're the Bay Area. <laughs> <laughs> I can heal it up too, you know. Right. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't do Narwar like that. We oh, love Narwar. Um, but man, outside of that, more than enough 
stories have dropped within these past two years, people that we have lost, DJs that we have lost specifically. Um, I still feel a little bit uncomfortable knowing that I'm never going to meet K-Slay again, but it's a, it's a, well, not, well, not again. I I never met him, period. But that ends up being like one of my, one of my, see, it's, it's, I I don't want to use the word, I don't want to use the word, um, uh, hero in the wrong type of sense, but, to me, and I think I've said this before on, on, on other pods as well, but I got to say it again. Like there's I think there would be more DJs that I would be starstruck of seeing than I would be of artists just based on the generation that we have seen. Like I can go through a list of many different DJs that I would just look at and be like, holy shit, I know you're doing nothing but video content right now. But you, do you know that you did 30 Southern Smokes and I downloaded every single every every single southern smoke along with the special editions along with the scarface ps2 editions that you used to do mr smalls and he probably would have but then he, i think he would i think i honestly think that he would he kind of keeps it kind of low right now like you never see dj smalls talk about mixtapes like that anymore that's true that's true but I, I feel the exact same way you feel about djs and for me personally i have to add in like legendary radio personalities like i've interviewed the uh, the lion's share of like my favorite rappers like i've interviewed ti nas yeah jeezy uh <laughs> gucci uh <laughs> you know what i'm saying a lot of them but i never froze up mid-interview on like any of them like you know hey, the gucci thing was not mid-interview but um mm-hmm. i never froze up mid-interview on any of them and uh i did when i met angie martinez at the bet awards and she keeps like at radio road to interview so yeah, thank God for my big homie uh, Boogie D saving me at that moment because I was like somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't there anymore. Like I just like black. Like I had nothing. I'm just levitating. Yeah, I was somewhere else, man. I don't know. I, I it's the only time I can really remember me like going blank. <laughs> going blind. Maybe I don't know. But I was so I wasn't there anymore. And thank God Boogie fucking bailed me out. Do you walk up to Angie and hit a plusy's home? Just like let's like let's like whisper it. <laughs> nah, we're not whispering. I said, teach me. <laughs> You tell Angie you got a, you got 150 of these. She'll be like, yo, what the fuck are you talking? What the fuck are you talking about, yo? I was like, yo, I know how to say my loving thug. <laughs> my oh, damn my loving God. thug. What hurts the most? Nope. See, this is this is, I think, one of the biggest purposes and benefits of having something like Recut Gems. You're not you're for those that have never heard this, you're not going to know a single fucking piece of what we are talking about. And it's going to be hard for you to do so because (laughs) these types of moments are are scraped, scoured, removed from the Internet, unless you are somebody that is actually trying to preserve a whole lot of this right now. But it's a good lane. It's a good lane for preservation in rap. Now, I I think more people are starting to see the importance of it now. Yeah, man, we have to call uh we come up with a, a fucking name for the people that that follow up this show and listen to us, like who call archaeologists some bullshit. The archaeologists, what's our what's our what's our recut gem fans? Okay, what's our listener name? Hold on, the cutters? Nah, cutters is too nah. Cutters is dangerous. What's our em- what's our emote though? Our emote's got to be some. You know, like, yeah, it has to be something. Should, should, should it be the scissor? Nah, we can't do scissor. Uh, what's what's their name? That. Took that. Yeah, yeah right. We can't do that. We can't do diamond that. emoji. I don't know, man. The diamonds. Uh, well, gems. Uh, the gemstones. Gemstones. Yeah. The gemstones. But yeah. then Lupe's man's is gonna. Is oh, still Lupe's man? <laughs> so funny. I was going there. That is so funny because I was like, <laughs> tell so we're gonna get like served some papers from like first and fifteenth. You know if I see a first and fifteenth letter, <laughs> and it starts off 
Lupe saying, yo, I know I haven't done a couple of these in a minute, but you owe some money, brother. I would be just... No, you forgot the end. It's like the, at the end, it's like F and F up at the end. <laughs> exclamation point. That's right. <laughs> with a wink, with a wink emote at the end, I would be so upset. Please don't do that, Lupe. Please. We just we just want the name. We, we just want a name for our listeners and our, and our supporters. That's all, man. We On was a great song, though, man. We On. Yeah. <laughs> if I, if I, I don't want to say that, I don't want to say, say this erroneously. I remember Lupe getting pile drived on that, but I'm not, I can't, rem, I can't remember. It's close. 50, it was 50, close. 50. It was a 50 50? 50 50 booking. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. You gotta, gotta. <laughs> I'm gonna let you right here, then I'm gonna get my heat right here, and I'm gonna let you shine. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. That's one of those ones I haven't heard. That's one of those ones I haven't heard in so damn long. But so long. like I had said, the DJ portion of this and the amount of people, this is well, not even the DJ portion of this. This the amount of things that have changed within the past two years is something that I think is gonna be something that we have um got accustomed to. It got not necessarily accustomed to, but it's just like another chapter in the story, I would say. But specifically for recut gems, but more so the area of how we are going to tell these stories what we're going to talk about obviously it's going to be a lot more current than the first rendition but preservation is so so important we just talked to um we being uh j5 josh peace myself for the black print we just talked to jeremy Corellis. he has been so focused on getting things like dvd couture out which is literally you know repurposing and damn near remastering i don't know how the hell he's doing this but the amazing rips the rip quality the crazy qualities yeah. i don't understand yeah he was definitely in the sections that had like the dot x264 dot dvd rips i was like when i back in the day i was like yo y'all are nerds y'all downloading all this video shit <laughs> type of hard drive y'all niggas got over there <laughs> i was like oh you got a five terabyte joint that was like five hundred dollars back then <laughs> I was upset. I was upset back then. I was like, I don't got the space, y'all guy. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just stick to the albums because you know who's gonna be watching video like that 15 years from now. Lo and behold, <laughs> we're all watching goddamn video on our phone. Ain't this a bitch? I wish I could find a Cocaine City DVD, man. I want to say I have at least uh, no less than two Cocaine City DVDs on my hard drive right now. No less. And I don't know where any of my smacks at. I don't know where none of the Raw Report DVDs. Like, yo, Jeremy just posted, um. That uh, Shardy Low clip, like, yo, I true story, man. I, I did like a run where I went through like some offices in um, New York doing like a little DJ run. Having this is back when vinyl was still around, like the dying yeah, yeah. vinyl. And um, you know, you would pick up CDs and miscellaneous stuff when you go to the offices. And one of those miscellaneous things was uh, at the asylum office. I picked up like five or six copies of Shardy Low, the real Bankhead story DVD, the Raw Report DVD. And I took this mm-hmm. back home to Richmond. Gave about two, three out, and I try to keep three for myself. And of course, they're all <laughs> to this to this day. But it like it spread like wildfire in the hood, man. Like everybody wanted to watch him. Like it just became popular. And this is like right before the moment that Shotty Low went on this great like six, seven month run where he was coming with shit like they know, done, done, foolish. You know what I mean? That run was is, these records still get played. It was that fun. It was that monumental. It meant something. So it almost was like, you know what I mean, capturing the time. I wish I could find that DVD somewhere, man. But he had a clip of it. Shout out to Jeremy once again of uh, Charlie Lowe recording Foolish in studio. And I mean, that once again, that's just clad, classic platinum footage right there. And a high quality, once again, I might add. That's a DVD with T-Lai on it, right? Um, No, this is... This oh, that's, that's was, not T-Lai? He was keeping it clean the whole DVD. He was just, see, he was still playing his feet. These were yeah. just, you have like the uh, audio of him, you have the footage rather of him recording, done, done in studio on there, foolish in there. So once the records hit, he was like, uh, now it's time to get into some real business. All right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
T.I., I know you're in the back. <laughs> I know you're in the back, T.I. I got Come you. out here, y'all. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> DeRosco. DeRosco. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Come on out of here. <laughs> Ti Ti found a Ti found a way out of that though, boy. That has been the one. That has been the one uppercut. That has been the one uppercut outside of fuck Ti nigga. What was it? I think what, did he put the middle finger down? I can't remember he put the middle finger down or was it up? I can't. Fuck Ti nigga. <laughs> oh my god! Just completely that's unfiltered. That is classic footage though. That is all time footage. If you know what we're talking about. Rick Ross with the two thousand with the with the Cleveland Cavaliers jersey. I think it was like two thousand three. This is before the uh, this is before the uh, much better lineage here. <laughs> before before he met the the one and only and got his drops right. He's dropping all these remarks from somebody's living room. Like he's sitting on like some type of chair. It's obviously somebody's living room or something. And Ross it's like a green couch or something like that. Right, right, like right. Laid back like this. Oh, it just looks like somebody's like, you know, they, they watch like the NBA playoffs or something. He's just <laughs> going in, man. Just, just, just freestyling on the couch. Right. Fuck T.I., nigga. I was like, whoa. <laughs> but, yo, but no, T.I., when he sat that lawn chair down in front of the Bowen Home sign, I mean, that was like putting, uh, I guess you could say, yeah, closing the chapter of that T.I. Shotty Lowe uh, mm-hmm. kerfuffle, kerfuffle there for a minute. But uh, too, too many kerfuffles, too many kerfuffles for Mr. Hap, for, for Mr. Harris. What happened to yeah, Oof. man? I'm worth a hundred grand and I'm worth millions. <laughs> that guy, I mean, from trap music to urban legend to king, that's one of the best runs in hip hop history, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just a guy who was world champion material, like he was doing Chevrolet commercials until they found the heavy artillery, man. Because you're what it is, I think I'm a rap straight up in you, nigga. Now, nah. <laughs> oh man, it's classic. When you hear when you hear that, when you nobody knows the two seconds outside of like a couple a couple thousand people. I mean, he's like they just kept kept keep everything. Okay, keep everything. I like how that sound at the top. Keep everything. Because you what Let me rest up for you, nigga. Nah, everybody want to. I don't even think the soundtracks. I don't even think the soundtracks on streaming. Oh, that sucks, man. It was on. It was that hustling flow, right? Yep. Yep. Wow. That's a food time hustler. Food time. Yo, I'll never forget seeing him on MTV My Block Memphis for the first time. That was My it. Block, wow. <laughs> and yo, they play that song. I'm a full-time hustler. I'm a full-time. <laughs> I'm a full-time hustler. Full-time. Like, yo, he's just like, <laughs> I, I didn't think it was going to happen. I'm not even going to sit here and lie to y'all. I didn't think it was going to happen. But um, when I first heard, it's been a long time coming, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to be here for a minute. <laughs> He's gonna be here for a minute. Gotti had some. Gotti had some South Florida. Gotti had some South Florida joint. If I had to talk about Palm Beach legends, it's always gonna be at least from we were teenagers. It's always gonna be Boosie and Wayne. Like that was in every thirty gig iPod classic for Palm Beach uh, in two thousand five, two thousand six. But a little bit late, like two thousand seven, he had a flip with him and Pleasure P. I don't know if you remember oh, Les Bob. Wow. Oh, okay, so I don't even, I don't even, I don't even have to say. So when I say, and that's real, man. <laughs> okay, okay. I did not see you. You gotta, you gotta make sure, you gotta make sure you test people because some, some people like that could be a complete city classic in another area that I have no idea about, and another city is like, what the hell are you playing? No, that's true. That's true. I mean, Gotti. I always says about guys like Gotti, Gucci, and especially Boosie. They mm-hmm. were like popular in like 
the 19, the late mid to light, late 1980s NWA Crockett territory, like Baltimore from like Baltimore on down South and across. Cause like the Midwest, there's like Ind- Indianapolis, huge, mm-hmm. uh, NC, uh, you know, Columbus, like they were big in the same place. Those territory wrestlers were big at, man. It's a weird pattern, but it's true. So you're saying Gotti was like, man, this jury to King Lawler. Keep on fucking trolling. I swear to God. <laughs> and look here, Kang. I know where you at. I know what TV studio you live at, homie. I see you every Saturday morning for that I was 13. I know where you at, homie. I sent CMG down there. They're going to power dry you. <laughs> what about what about Moneybag? What, what about Moneybag watching uh, Old School Memphis? Oh, man. Yeah, we used to watch, uh, you know, I used to have American cereal, you know, eating, uh, you know, uh, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You know, we used to watch Jerry the King Lola every Saturday morning, you know. And uh, it was one time, you know, somebody was uh, on the side of the ring and it was like slipping off. And somebody went, uh, 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 and they fell. And that's, you know, if you didn't know, that's the origin of my ad lib. <laughs> <laughs> but, back, but back, what about what about 2002 WWE? You didn't watch 2002? Oh, yeah, that was, uh, who, who was that? Who was that in the ring at the time? Uh I'm trying to think right now. Oh two. Oh yeah, that was uh uh, uh Rock and Hogan. Yeah, Rock and Hogan. I'm watching that at uh at the local Hooters. <laughs> Yo, yeah. fuck with Kurt. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, we fuck with Kurt Angle. You know, so we like we like his music. You know, the uh, <laughs> you know, we, we we listen to that. Yeah, we love that. <laughs> <laughs> was was Glorilla also watching with him? <laughs> yeah, I, I just love about the Trish. I gotta follow. No, stop, stop, stop. I almost, I almost tipped this over. I almost tipped this over. I almost. This would have had to end immediately because my whole set was about to tip over, and I just stopped myself immediately. Oh my god, I've never, I've never snapped back more into it than I just did snap back. Oh God, I gotta. Okay, and that okay. is Memphis wrestling favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, city cla- city classics. You gotta really, you gotta really double check and see what songs rang off, rang off in different areas. Have you ever had like problems? Have you ever had like problems with that? Like, say you're doing like a, like, say you're doing like a set. Like, have you had to? tap in like you get to the city early and just like yo what's the local joints around here like i remember when we were super super young like this like me and my boy shack my brother shack we did this for so long that we were like he wanted to throw his first ever house party and this was 07 so if he's 16 i'm oh seven no no i'm 16 i'm 16 i'm sorry so we're we're like 16 17 around that time we're still pretty new to Palm Beach. Like we're at least like three, four years in at least probably like, yeah, around three, four years in or so. And we're just like, yo, we have our bag. Like we both come from the tri-state area. We know what songs will be nice and we know what songs are nice right now. And we kind of like have our Florida joints like Ross plies, the big 2006, the big 2006 uh, invasion of Florida rap was already happening. So like we know our joints, but we didn't know what the Palm Beach records were. Like you need a couple of those joints to really ring off in the city. Like, have you ever had to make sure that you tap in and get the local joints beforehand? Oh yeah. That's that. I would say that right there is the, is a quality of a great tour DJ. So like mm-hmm. I'm more so on the other side of giving like the DJ Intel for like what the big song is. So say if like, you know, there's like a hot club performance and I don't know, rich homie Quan coming in the DJ be like, yo, what's some hot songs here? And I'm hosting like, Oh, 
such and such, such and such, such and such. If you play Yo Gotti, I got that sack, you'll have him. You don't yeah. worry about it. You'll be locked in forever. So if it's either that, like a big song from a national artist that means something that resonates locally, or it could be a local artist, and then we have to get into like the thumb drive of passing around. I mean, that sometimes if it's worth it, you do that at that time. I don't know what you do now. Maybe you email it or airdrop it. But um, yeah, yeah, that that's a that is a mark of a good, really great tour DJ because some will come in and like you said, like try to rock some songs from a different region because they work for you over there. You'll get fucking crickets and you might even cool your man off before you bring him out, which is an yeah. even more of a big failure. So yeah, you have to kind of you know get some intel before you go on. That's if you know what you're doing, rather. You said rich homie. I thought you was gonna hit the beginning. <laughs> like uh what's his name? DJ uh God damn, DJ gotta, Fresh. DJ Fresh. Yeah, DJ yeah. Fresh. There we go. There we go. Beginning. Funny thing you meant funny you mentioned that because Fresh will actually be in town tomorrow out here in Cleveland. Um, maybe by the time you hear this, it'll already happen. But the mm-hmm. Legends of the Streets tour uh stopping in Cleveland. He's actually one of the hosts, along with my guy DJ Iceberg. So Oh, that's lit. Yeah, Fresh is a, a whole entertainer on stage, man. Like, you know, people have seen that clip and go viral and think that was just like a one-off. Like, nah, yeah. And he goes out there and does a whole show before the show. Like, is he still is he still Rich Homies DJ? No, he isn't, but he's um he's been a tour DJ for Chris Brown's uh previous North American tour. And uh, like I said, currently now hosted the Legends of the Streets tour. So he's still active out here. Oh, so he was he was seeing all those 360 windmills um for oh, the past man. couple of months. <laughs> he was there for it all. He was there for it all. I don't have I don't I was about to do a Chris Brown. I don't think I have a Chris Brown voice. I don't know. I don't even know how you would do it. I don't know. I just have like uh I have early Chris Brown. I used to we used to make fun of this line. I think it's from Shorty Like Mine. He was like, we could hear the lisp. He's like, what I'm about to say straight up, real talk, don't cut down play about it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was gonna hit the end of uh give me that when he was like, yo, don't pretend like you don't know what's going on. Aye? <laughs> we used to always wait for him. He was like, uh V8. <laughs> Some of the- yeah. and he, th- he threw it up real quick oh, whoop, whoop. right right <laughs> <laughs> oh man Chris Brown was so wholesome man I mean gosh man he was the the white meat baby face of white meat baby faces man that was the um the double mint the double the double mint gum commercial the peak of that's the peak of smiling baby face Chris Brown that was a- yeah Yes, yes. I mean, hey, it was, he was, the money was coming in, in, in fast. And then all of a sudden, on Oprah, <sighs> I want to let y'all know. I don't even know. I don't, I don't even remember how the damn video. I don't even remember how I don't the damn video. It was like a video from like somewhere in Hollywood. I mean, he was in the red Michael Jackson kind of yeah. looking suit. I just want to tell y'all, horribly, horribly sorry. I'm not a perfect person. I seen this thing go down in the house. I was like, oh man, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the I'm going to be trying right there, Chris, yeah. but it's okay. It's okay. And what if you said, like, what if you started, like, I'm not a perfect person and just read, like, who was thank the reason lyrics from that point on? <laughs> I shouldn't be saying that. I shouldn't be saying that. I found a reason to be. <laughs> Change who I used to be. <laughs> part of a reason for new. And the reason is, is, is y'all. Is y'all. It's y'all. It's thank you. And good night. I don't know. It might have it worked. <laughs> It might have worked. <laughs> Josh and I are like very much different in our opinion. So when you listen to the show, you'll hear him say one thing and you'll, I'll say something else. One of our big points of our show is that we want to be informative. We don't want to kind of hide the secrets. Like we want to kind of give the secrets so other people can kind of do it and follow our blueprint, our blackprint. You know, when we started, we didn't know how many people were going to listen. And then when people started, you know, tuning in, we were like, this is really something that, that could go somewhere. Hey Alexa, play Blackprint Radio. 
1L. Now playing Black Print Radio. There it goes. Kevin, oh, I'll, 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 wow, I just tried Drewski. I was about to say Kevin Hart hands, but it actually is Drewski hands. Poor Drewski. That is meme stolen. Damn, that's right. Kevin Hart did do that. So that, that, that shit is recent, huh? Yeah. Kevin Hart picture. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Man, just lifted material in broad daylight now, huh? And I don't even think it, it wasn't even it wasn't even Ke- it wasn't even Kevin that like really uh, started it. I think Kevin just came out like a couple of days ago and was like, Yo, what the hell are y'all doing with my photos? Oh, but now wow. it's just like, damn, the Drewski hands is now the Kevin Hart hand. So upset. Wow. Yeah. I, you know, it's going to hit like the like the people, like the, the the housewives and the women that watch like The View, that part of like social media. It is going to be like yeah. the Kevin Hart hands. It won't be the Drewski hands any longer. It'll be like <laughs> the, the men who like work in like, you know like nine strict nine to five jobs who not really you know into the depths of social media anymore they're called the kevin hard hands you know what i mean mm-hmm. so no no it's poor interesting kevin. poor yeah poor guy and, and, and poor chris unfortunately he is not in my rotation but we're going to be talking about uh you know what next episode let's talk about our rotations let's talk about what we are what we're what we're uh we talked we briefly talked about you know the time that we have spent to try to get to a lot of new music and things of that nature i do want to say before i did get off johnny barnes i did listen to one of the albums that i said that i was going to listen to for episode one of recut gems i've been in a little bit of an alternative bag recently okay i'm not not gonna lie so One of the albums that I've been playing a lot has been this Paramore album. I'm I'm not I'm not the niggas love Paramore guy. I've never really been that guy. There's <laughs> something about Haley that niggas just love, right? Yeah, I don't know what it is. I honestly don't know what it is. Like I got my cuts. Like yeah, sure, Riot was huge in Palm Beach back in the day. Um, Misery Business was like the first one, right? Yeah, yeah, Misery Business. Yeah. Um, that's what you get. Autumn Records, like those were big for like around senior year. What was that senior year? Class of '09, things like that. Like that was big around that time. But I just like have my small cuts from here and there from Paramore, like the two ones from that 2013 down the self titled, like two ones from the one the butterfly on the cover. That's how I distinct some a lot of a lot of my albums actually from album art. Um, Riot, I got like my two, three records on there, but I was never, yo, listen to this fucking album front to back, front to back with Paramore until I was like, like yeah, must let me- their close on album. Yo, dude, you got a little, when you put this Paramore album in, God, <laughs> let me tell you something, the pavement going to rumble. <laughs> Who's that, Uncle Murder? Uncle Murder giving nigga Paramore? Let me bust <laughs> But 2023 album, I was like, let me give it a try. I've never given a Paramore album a full try, and it's actually fucking hitting like when the, did it after drop when did it drop um what, like like a month ago i want to say okay. like a month ago so one of the first albums of 2023 the first couple songs like the the, the the title track they dropped a couple months ago the title track was okay i was like that's pretty interesting the <laughs> like track two three and four i was like mm, like the news i was like mm. running out of time i was like um about to press the button oh. and then go back to this wayne but then five through ten i was like Okay, now I hit the KRS. I had to hit the KR. I had to hit the KR. I did the KRS on it. Like she showed up, or they showed up rather. Yeah. So when that happened, I was like, okay, maybe I'll give the past discography an actual full listen and see how that ends up going. So I did listen to After Laughter, Johnny, and I think Meals had asked to side of Meals. They were interested in what I thought about After Laughter. It was cool. It wasn't. Uh, I didn't really get the feeling that I got with This Is Why, but I do got my joints. I listen to what I hit like on. I hit like on Fake Happy, Pool, Idol Worship. Those are my three joints. 
those are my three joints of after laughter it was cool it was a nice listen i don't when i'm i can, I can tell that paramore is like the field trip kind of artist like i'm just uh, you put it on and you just sit back look at the ceiling and shit like that so the long that, ride car test yeah the long ride car i think you would see my i think you would see my joint earlier um what was it on Instagram? It was on Instagram, and I was like, "Yo, I've been sitting outside for like thirty minutes." It's one of them. Okay, right, right. right. It's one of them. It is. Got it. Got it. So that ended up uh, that ended up being my play of after laughter. Not as not. I didn't like it as much as this is why, but it's completely fine. I still have plenty more to listen to. Maybe I'll give that on the next uh, on the next episode of Recut Gems. I will say one of the most soulful songs that I know of has to be "Ain't It Fun," right? Yeah, yeah, that was the one where she was like, "Yeah, Haley's singing the church and it's about Rodney Hood and shit." You could do that with one of those WrestleMania choirs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Your time is up. My time is now. Your to your mama. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no crying. <laughs> yeah, that's when, yeah, yeah. That's when I was like, "All right, I can see Haley being in the church back then." No, for real, for real. But that'll be the play for the next for the next recut gems. It was good to it was good to kick back and catch up with everybody. Of course, we're going to make sure that we do this every other week. You're gonna hear you're gonna hear uh one more from us pretty recent, and then after that, we are going to be um every other week on the show or on pretty much whenever amp is on so we usually do amp every other Wednesday. Um that same week you're going to get a new episode of Recut Gems. Um the following week will be you know your traditional stuff with black print b-sides for our patrons so on and so forth but as a patron you also do get this um early before it ends up dropping that following monday so a lot of exciting conversations that we're going to have ahead between a plus and myself we can't wait to talk to you guys a whole lot more about what we're playing what we're listening to and so on and so forth um and most importantly in between all of that this could not happen without people knocking on the door let me make sure i don't let me make sure i don't tip my damn setup over it let me make sure i don't tip my damn setup over again knocking on the door and making sure that we tell these stories and do our own forms of rest not restoration um jesus I, I just i just said the word i just said the word uh, a couple minutes ago oh crap you did. What was the damn? What was that damn reword that I said? Um, <laughs> the res, res, reservation, ah. reserve, preserve, preserve, preservation. There we go. Ah, yes. that's our age show in there. So episode two. I'm sunny. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't need you them big old fancy words. You just told them, and you knew what it was. <laughs> Sounds like Arnold's. Uh, who was that? His granddad. <laughs> Give me Arnold. Give me Arnold. What kind of shit you got off skirt? <laughs> Niggas ain't fucking with that, Arnold. <laughs> what block was Gerald from before we leave? What? what? Yo, didn't they say it was DC? I, I'm, I'm not believing. I'm not believing. Hey, Arnold was from DC. I'm not. Uh-uh, no, I thought he was New York. That's what I'm saying. Everybody knows it's New York. Niggas was like, oh, well, actually, it's DC. Ain't no fucking way. Hey, Arnold was in DC. Next thing they're going to say, you know, hey, Arnold was in Baltimore, right? And Gerald <laughs> actually inspired on the wire. Like, all right, come on, man. Shut up. Just you ain't CPS 118 on the fucking block back in the day. Why the city does that besides New York City? I don't think there's any other PSs outside oh, of the city, right? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I don't think so. Niggas trying to get their damn city off. All right, y'all. <laughs> we will see y'all in two weeks. Oh, actually, no. We will see you. We see you a little bit earlier before we start getting into our two-week period for a, another episode of Recut Gems. Until then, we will see you then. Peace. <laughs>